and you know I was just 23 24 when I had finished these uh, 30 35 movies from day one I am compromising this is where manipulation comes in Sanjita went into jail for 5 years production house got into trouble they went into jail for 7 years ये कौन बिजनेस है दिस इज वेयर देर इज लॉट ऑफ स्कैम कमिंग इन आई फेस दिस आई आई मतलब सो दैट वॉज द ग्राउंड रियालिटी and I had the good opportunity to work with Karan Johar as a assistant director from the second movie as a assistant director yeah. to Kal I mean can you throw some more light how did Kal act so see he was Mr Yash Johar he was an institute by himself and he threw my script on my face like this kuch bhi kal kya banana hai tumko kya kya likha hai tumne jungle tiger corbett kya kuch samajh mein aata hai it's it's all about a script you know whether you are a first time or whether you made 10 super hits your script has to transform that confidence that i can see this film on paper and if you can see that film on paper it is worth taking it forward i totally agree welcome to another episode of level up with love i am your host love israni and today we are in for an absolute treat we have an exceptional guest joining us today yes He is one of Indian cinema's dynamic director and a writer. Right from assisting Karan Johar in Kuch Kuch Hota Hai to steering the director's chair for Dharma Production, his path in Bollywood has been truly, truly remarkable. He has also directed a number of TV commercials, not only for the Indian industry but also for the international market like Pakistan, Israel, Bangkok, UAE. He is a visionary behind Hindi blockbusters like Kal and Luck. We have seen a lot of Bollywood cinemas being adopted from others, right? We always say that, but he's someone who has made us proud, as it is said that the famous Korean web series Squid Games was inspired by his movie Luck. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to embark on an enlightening journey with the dynamic and super talented Soham Shah, encapsulating his achievements, creativity, and diverse contribution to the world of filmmaking. Abhi, what gets you to wake up every day from your bed? My joint pain. <laughs> he's really gone through such hassles every day. Oh my god I had tears in my eyes First paycheck I got was 40000 at the age of 14 and a half Sala shaadi wala photographer lag raha hu main tumhe I said yaar I want to become a director Sala mera koi paisa to nahi kaatega How does one become a photographer if he is using compositing How many times did love come in it Oh love is the way of our life man <laughs> So when did you pick up your camera for the first time? At the age of eleven. An accident. Can you imagine uh, shooting Amitabh Bachchan for the first time and you get fired by him? Oh my God! I think <laughs> just make this content viral. Ah, uh, it's a very tricky situation. That journey began, I would say, magically. थैंक यू थैंक यू लव इट्स बीन 
long association and really exciting for me to be here absolutely i think it, when you see the word long association it takes me back to the shoot that i was doing with you back in the day in film city with the humongous set where i met you i think almost i think a decade back yeah almost 10 years back and i think it's a great time to meet again because uh, those ad films that we shot together and it was with sunny deol and it's been 10 years and right now it's like that gadar 2 fever going on and uh, it's become such a big hit so i also remember those days when we shot together yeah so so um, uh, i think let's start i think for our audience i think i do know you but for our audience let's start from uh, where did your journey begin and when did you realize that you wanted to be a filmmaker when i was in jj school of arts as uh, commercial arts i was learning commercial arts and in those days you know everybody was into advertising like obviously the commercial art course would take the artist towards uh, you know commercial art which is advertising but i used to be a film buff since then i used to be obviously a avid film goer every friday i would watch films and uh, when i used to travel by train to vt station and on the way like you know we used to see that us time mein the posters of films used to be very tacky like you know there were no photo shoots happening that time there were no computer graphics happening that time so us time pe cut paste karke posters banaye jate the so all our older films that i used to see so, so somehow you know i was matlab ye matlab aise i always 90s okay Nine, uh, let's put it 1990 you know say towards the last year of my college so you know uh, i used to always feel that why are the film posters so jarring and so tacky why why can't they be designed well तो मेरा फोकस वहीं पे था एंड आई ऑलवेज वांटेड टू गेट इनटू बिकॉज आई वाज लर्निंग एडवर्टाइजिंग आई वांटेड टू डू फिल्म एडवर्टाइजिंग सो वंस आई फिनिश्ड माय कॉलेज एंड आई काइंड ऑफ यू नो आई वाज ऑलरेडी डूइंग लॉट ऑफ कॉर्पोरेट वर्क डिजाइनिंग वर्क बट माय फोकस वाज टुवर्ड्स यू नो डेवलपिंग फिल्म डिजाइन एंड फिल्म फोटोग्राफी देन फोटोशॉप फोटोशॉप केम दैट टाइम सो आई वॉज वन ऑफ दोज लकी वंस हुड जस्ट कम आउट ऑफ कॉलेज लर्न फोटोशॉप सो वी हैड दोज न्यू टूल्स टू काइंड ऑफ एड्रेस यू नो and that's when doing my advertising work i kind of you know happened to make a few filmy friends filmy contacts and luckily i got one or two projects where i could do like the film advertising for a movie called kartus which had sanjay dat with which had jackie shaw and a film called dark the fire that again with sanjay dat and uh, safari like i got two three assignments and like you know to prove myself yes so i started off my career as a publicity designer so i kind of yeah so that business kind of took off and i did uh, advertising for approximately 30 35 movies which include like very big hits like you know hera feri fir hera feri diwane hue pagal avara pagal diwana dil lagi shool bhoot kabhi khushi kabhi gham so that kind of started giving me the confidence of direction because so you were basically a photographer i mean so you were also shooting not doing photography i was a graphic designer but i used to design the posters and the entire so producers i used to interact i started interacting with producers directors they used to narrate me the film so i started hearing how a narration is you know i i worked with best of the directors like anis bazmi who was a writer at that time so i used to hear these narrations from these very big uh, you know writers directors so i started getting that keeda ke yaar this is how filmmaking is you know it's much more challenging and exciting so i while i was designing those posters i interacted with 30 40 50 best like from david davan sir to so many big directors so i think that is where i started getting more and more into filmmaking and i used to i'll tell you a very funny incident that uh, in spite of doing so many films 
and in spite of working like 20 hours a day so as a designer what used to happen used to work very hard and by the time the film releases your payments would never come <laughs> so and after the film is released nobody wanted to pay you so one day i said yaar main film industry mein aisa kaam karunga where nobody can cut my payment so i said what is that topmost position in the film making that, that is of a director so I said, yeah, I want to become a director. Salah, I don't have any money. So that was the ground reality. So that, that, that's just the humor part. But uh, yeah, that was one of the trigger points that, you know, once when you want to survive in this industry. And, you know, I was just 23, 24 when I had finished these uh, 30, 35 movies. And then I realized one more thing that uh, whether it's a smaller budget film or a very big filmmaker's film, my job was the same that we had to do the best of the publicity and then I also realized that you know maybe five years down the line uh, tools like Photoshop or tools like the designing uh, softwares these will become common and I eventually knew that you know this will become a dead market because how do you grow in that and I was so young that I obviously had that energy to kind of you know learn something more which is where I developed this that uh, why shouldn't I assist somebody and learn filmmaking and I want to you know this is like a hobby this can you can do photoshop or you can do designing that is like a business that can go on forever but I wanted to learn something more and that's when I like you know uh, like you know branched out from advertising I, I kind of closed my agency and had the good opportunity to work with Karan Johar as an assistant director on Kabhi Kushi Kabhi Gam. Okay. So two years I spent in Kabhi Kushi Kabhi Gam learning what filmmaking is. Of course, it was an amazing experience where initially in those two years, I did not figure out and I could not connect the dots how a film is made because it's your first experience and it's such a huge film. And then I kind of assisted Ram Gopal Verma on Bhut, okay, who is a technically fantastic director. So when I worked with uh, Ramuji on Bhut in the first 15-20 days of the shoot, I kind of started understanding immediately that yes, now I understand how a film can be, you know, actually from the uh, visualization, from the writing process to the making, how everything connects. So that was my journey. And then by the end of Booth, I started writing my own script, which was Carl. And then I got my break as a director. So how did, uh, I mean, from the second movie as a assistant director, yeah. To Carl, I mean, can you throw some more light? How did Carl act? So happen? see, somehow, I don't know, uh, The by the time I had finished Booth, I had some kind of a confidence in myself that I don't want to assist, keep assisting three, four, five, six movies because I think uh, when you overdo that span also, I guess that unless, of course, you you don't have a script to say or a story to say, I was quite clear that I don't want to assist any more beyond this because I I'd spent three years into it and I said that at least I understand now how to make a film and by then then I started writing my the script and then uh, like Karan Jor actually told me the other day that uh, you work with Ram Gopal Verma and you learn whatever you want to learn but the day you are ready with the script I should be the first one to read that script so I said fair enough and I kind of took off, I took a break for six months, I started writing the script. When my script was ready, I was like, you know, I had no expectations that Karanjur might like it because it, that genre was so different that uh, Dharma Productions would, you know, they were not into making horror films or supernatural thrillers and all. So there was no 
plan or an idea for me that to you know pitch him the script but then uh, when we met and he asked me what you're up to and things like that and i said my script is ready so he said i want to read i said listen please you might not understand this genre or what i have written it's very different than what 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 dharma is known for yeah what dharma but surprisingly he really liked it a lot and he decided to produce it that's how kind of you know my first break happened kal wow yeah so i mean it's often said that people look up to dharma that okay you go there as an ad and karan johar gives you that platform yeah. so i think that's exactly what see i would also put it this way that uh, it's not necessary because end of the day see uh, at least dharma believed karan johar believed that uh, to be a filmmaker you should maybe have your own storytelling which at that point i had like you know i had maybe i had not wasted lot of time and i had put my thoughts into writing a script which uh, kind of you know which came across well uh, that is see a uh, it's it's all about a script you know whether you are a first timer whether you've made 10 super it your script has to transform that confidence that i can see this film on paper and if you can see that film on paper it is worth taking it forward so i think that definitely worked for me that i had a script if if i would have been uh, without a script it's not necessary that i would get a break because see technically there are so many people who know the technique but to become a filmmaker somewhere if you have a good story to tell that will help amazing so you are saying more than the techniques it's a story what you feel is more important to be a successful filmmaker at the end so of the day. i'll tell you a uh, couple of years back i would have said different things today i would say different things the reason being that at that point say let's take it like 15 years back there was only one medium which was films and people would come with a dream or with a you know urge that i want to learn filmmaking and become a director and that time there was just one cinema that we used to be used to whether it was like it was to be seen on theater today there are too many avenues like today there's ott today there's tv serials which have always been there and there are so many short films bloggers are there there are there are like so many mediums to tell a story so like even wedding filmography is no more a wedding shoot karna hai it's become a filmmaking you know wedding filmmakers are also they've taken it to a different level they the, the wedding shooting is like a dharma production song so you know filmmaker ka like that designation has changed now it depends on the filmmaker what filmmaker you want to become we came in only with a dream that we want to make films for the big screen today also when we kind of get an option of making a film or a web series only for ott that that dying urge is there that no we want all our substance to come on a big screen because that's how we've grown up you know so a filmmaker yeah yeah the friday release so i think there are so many different avenues coming up now for a filmmaker but can you throw some more light on kal i mean working with uh, i mean you were a young uh, filmmaker then and getting such big stars there how did you manage uh, pulling through a film of that stature so see i think there were a lot of challenges uh, first of all the best challenge that came across uh, for me was that see karan johar was a creative mind he was fantastic and he read my script and he thought that this is something not done in india and he thought that we should produce this but then he sent me to the next chamber where his father used to sit he was mr yash johar and he was the senior person and he was like uh, he was an institute by himself and he was very angry with me 
सो ही कैरेंट ऑफ यू नो कॉल्ड मी टू द कैबिन एंड ही सेट बैठो सो आई सेट यस सर एंड ही थ्रू माई स्क्रिप्ट ऑन माई फेस लाइक दिस ही सेट कुछ भी लिख के लाते हो तुम कुछ भी काल क्या बनाना है तुमको क्या क्या लिखा है तुमने जंगल टाइगर कॉर्बेट क्या कुछ समझ में आता है तो आई पेशेंटली आई जस्ट हर्ड इट आउट एंड सी ही वॉज एक्चुअली मोटिवेटिंग मी दैट वॉज ए स्टाइल ही टोल मी दैट तुमने लिखा है कॉर्बेट पार्क तुमको पता है इन 1950s सुनील दत्त साहब वॉन्टेड टू शूट इन कॉर्बेट पार्क द जंगल ही सेट ही नेवर गॉट द परमिशन सो ही सेट दैट तुम यंगस्टर्स कुछ भी लिख के लाते हो तुमको लगता है करण जोहर तुम्हारा प्रोड्यूसर है तो कुछ भी शूट हो जाएगा सो ही चैलेंज मी एंड रियली थैंक यू फॉर दैट टूडे बिकॉज ही सेट दैट ही सेट आई विल पे फॉर योर ट्रैवल आई विल पे फॉर योर स्टे एंड वॉट एवर यू रिक्वायर फाइनेंशियली आई विल सपोर्ट यू बट यू गो टू कॉबिट नन ऑफ माई प्रोडक्शन पर्सन विल कम विथ यू फॉर हेल्प एंड इफ यू गेट कॉबिट पार्क परमिशन टू शूट दिस फिल्म He said, "I will not question your film, and I will make this film for you." So you know, he threw me in that ocean that you make it. And he said, "You don't, you can't use my name uh, or Karan Johar's name because with our name, you'll get everything. Just go on your own." Today we have not kind of you know signed you. That, that was testing. Yeah, that was testing because the, I'll, so I'll tell you. So I went with one of my assistant, and we went to Corbett, and we stayed like normal tourists. and it took us 8 days to only meet the dfo the forest officer the senior forest officer of corbett park to meet him it took me 8 days because every day we would go sometime he is like busy sometime you would say kal kal aana parso aana kya hai kon hai film wale and that time film industry or film wale jo bhi hai naam was very like filmy types nobody used to entertain you to wo milte milte 7 8 din lag gaye and वहाँ से फ़ोन आ रहे थे कि कुछ नहीं मिलेगा पैसा वेस्ट मत करो वापस आ जाओ बॉम्बे सो आई सेट वो कल लास्ट डे देख लेते मिल जाएगा परमिशन एंड देन फाइनली व्हेन आई मेट हिम सो आई एक्चुअली टोल्ड द डीएफओ द फॉरेस्ट ऑफिसर दैट सर माय रिक्वेस्ट इज इधर आई नरेट यू द स्क्रिप्ट फॉर टू आवर्स और सर इफ़ यू वॉन्ट टू रीड एंड इफ़ यू कैन रीड इट प्लीज रीड इट बट ओनली वेन यू हेयर द टू आवर्स नरेशन और यू रीड द स्क्रिप्ट यू विल अंडरस्टैंड वाई वी रिक्वायर द परमिशन इन कॉबिट पार्क so it was very organic very genuine that we have a message saying don't you know destroy the forest at the same time uh, save the tigers and all stuff like that so the forest uh, he said that ha tum rakhe jao main kal baat karta hu so obviously we thought he'll never read the script surprisingly luckily next day we got the appointment he called us like you know that bulao do ladko ko and i went with my assistant and he was extremely impressed he said it's a great subject for cobbet park for the Uh, like you know tourism for the uh, forest industry and nobody's thought of such a thing with a commercial format and he said isme hero kon loge aap to i said sir hero to tigers hi hai mere aur uske baad jo star cast aayegi aap permission doge to hum jaake we will start talking to the you know bigger stars and all and luckily i got the permission on paper and when i went back and yash ji was like kya hua kitna paisa waste karke aa gaye nahi mila maine bola tha tumko nahi milega so i like you know i was very obviously proud but i was like very humbly i said sir uh, sorry sir like it's good that we've got the permission you can check it and if you want to speak to mr hathi his name was i said mr hathi is a uh, forest officer you can talk to him also so he was really like you know uh, he didn't expect that we'll get the permission but he i think he really respected me for that and then we had a fantastic time making the entire film he said now go all out 
you've done something which maybe like you know it was impossible so but then he told me one thing he said so hum ek phone lagata main aur mujhe fax pe ek din mein ye permission mil sakti thi because i could have done that with my influence he said there will be a day when you will be the producer you will be a filmmaker you might not have dharma production or me you should be able to do everything on your own that is how i want you to make a film so from that day till fact for what absolutely we, absolutely like, yeah, yeah yeah see to, today's producers are like if you actually get into the producer's territory they don't like it they say like you do your job we'll do our job but this is how he trained me that you know you should know everything about production just not direction because there is there are hardships there there's money involved there you should know everything how much a light, light man charges or you know how much is uh, you know overshift and everything should you should know because it's your responsibility you are going to spend that money so i think that kind of schooling i don't think anybody would ever get wow i mean I, i'm just touched with that yeah. entire thing that he could, he could have give, i mean he given it to you on a platter yeah. but he made you work for it which was brilliant and then you got starcast so see then starcast was i would say obviously because it was karan johar and it was dharma starcast was not very difficult for me because uh, dharma was obviously at its peak kuch kuch hota hai released kabhi khushi kabhi kab had released so obviously karan johar was karan johar even then uh, but we had a discussion on the starcast so i had always planned the film as a smaller film smaller in the sense that i was not really attempting very big stars in kal because it was more of a content driven film it was a concept driven film so i had like when karan used to ask me so i had a very uh, like you know smaller cast in my mind so i said i just need the kali character which ajay devgan sir played i said that i would you know want somebody like a nana patekar kind of a character and we can take on any two newcomers kind of actors for the other two roles so karan had that vision karan said that no let's uh, work with bigger stars and that's how we started you know so obviously vivek was a, a friend of mine obroy and we approached him first and then uh, ideally for the kali's role you, uh, like you know that that was my idea to kind of approach ajay devgan uh, sir because uh, karan did not have him in mind earlier we would have uh, we were also thinking of sanjay dat for that but uh, sanjusa's cases and stuff were going on at that time we had met him also but his cases were going on so sanjusa himself said that you know if i get into so the not, film and if 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 i have to go to jail then you all will get stuck so that's how but then i uh, came up with the idea of ajay devgan sir and karan really liked it so and i had a little equation with him because of i was an assistant director on booth so i had worked with ajay sir on booth so that's how i went and approached him and he liked the role and obviously then john ibrahim was just doom had not yet released but uh, karan was aware that he's doing a fantastic job in doom so that's how the entire cast story slowly kind of came on board amazing so uh, i think you spoke about the challenges that you had to get the movie started but what's the most memorable part of the movie see i'll tell you i think what i have experienced while making this film i don't think ever any director will be able to uh, you know they'll get that op- that opportunity to you know face that challenge so that time vfx were not really big okay like how bahubali or today the kind of vfx that we see that time vfx was not yet in 
even the di digital coloring was not in so i had written this scene where i have like three tigers coming up from you know everywhere from the jungle from here from there from so picture to shuru ho gayi and uh, producers also com- completely on board with me that how are you going to shoot this so you know the the main problem is to get the tigers so you know i thought that ho jayega kuch na kuch i was researching where to get the tigers from and then i saw one song that time uh, fardin khan's song had come janashin in which firoz khan sahab was sitting with a tiger next to him so i said yaar ye log ne tiger use kiya hai let's find out ye tiger kaun sa hai because ye jo tiger hai wo mil jayega apne ko so that's how i found out that the tiger this this particular song was shot in bangkok in thailand so i started contacting those people who have who were the line producers of uh, janashin now they were not seasoned line producers at that point they were firoz khan's friends so they just helped firoz khan for that one scene and from the bangkok zoo they must have got that tiger who actually wouldn't he was not a performing tiger they would just keep him sitting there like a statue and they were shooting the song because the tiger didn't have to do much now in my scenes the tiger had to perform he had to attack he had to do so many things so then we went to thailand we met these people had lot of interaction on phone and they said that just come over we'll show you the tigers yeah yeah they can perform they can perform when we go to thailand they were all they like, like timid like you know dog kind of trained simple tigers who were just sitting there they couldn't perform so we were back to square one care isse to kaam nahi hoga abhi kya kare so then i went to that extent to find out uh, some of the best hollywood trainers in tigers so i was getting some trained lions in africa i was getting some cheetahs trained in africa but i wanted tigers because corbett park was about tigers there are no lions in corbett park lions were only in gir gujarat so i had to get tigers so then so with my research finding out finding out i got hold of the email address of the tiger trainer who had supplied tigers in hollywood film gladiator now that guy his name was randy miller i got in touch with him in us on mail those time phone bhi matlab 150 rupaye ka ek minute ka phone hota tha so it was only on email and i told randy miller that this is my requirement how do we do it so he said come to us for the shoot i said yaar we can't afford to come to us for the tiger shoot plus the forest in us is not going to match corbett park so we had too many problems we had too many issues with that and then yes ji is like lo likho abhi aur likho परमिशन ले आए तो अभी टाइगर कहाँ से लाओगे सो यू नो दैट यूज टू गो ऑन दैट दैट स्ट्रगल वॉज ऑलवेज ऑन एंड देन फाइनली देन वी ऑल्सो फाउंड आउट दैट इफ वी हैव टू शूट विद द टाइगर्स इन इंडिया यू कैंट ब्रिंग एक्सटर्नल टाइगर्स लाइक अब्रॉड टाइगर्स इन इंडिया सो अगेन दैट वॉज अ चैलेंज सो फाइनली क्या करें अभी एंड देन देर लॉर्ड ऑफ आइडियाज आदमी को वो टाइगर का कपड़ा पहना के कुछ करे भालू की तरह एंड ऑल दैट रबिश वी सेड नो वी कैंट डू दैट दैट काइंड ऑफ टैकी वर्क फाइनली व्हाट वी क्रैक्ट वाज दैट वी हैड अ प्लान दैट वी कैन फ्लाई द ग्लैडिएटर टाइगर्स फ्रॉम यूएस टू बैंकॉक एंड वी शूट द जंगल पोर्शन विद द टाइगर्स इन बैंकॉक एंड द बैंकॉक जंगल्स वुड मैच इंडियन कॉबिट पार्क सो दैट इज वॉट वी डिसाइडेड देन एंड देन 
you won't believe the hard work that has gone behind it that before the tiger trainer came to bangkok with the three tigers in flight those tigers were trained in us for the kind of scenes that we had so they they had almost like one month of training in us then we go from here to thailand the tigers come to thailand and uh, the the entire world has heard this word quarantine recently in covid but we had heard quarantine that time because when those tigers landed in bangkok they had to be quarantined in the customs for 48 hours so that they don't spread any kind of you know germs or illness or stuff like that so then that challenge that they were like you know kept in the cargo in and they had to be kept in like you know certain temperature of ac 24 hours so that and only a fantastic producer like karan johar could you know help you do these things otherwise it's not easy so we went through that but eventually the tigers came on like came to thailand they came out of the cages we shot with them we had all the all the major cast like ajay devgan to everybody with the live tigers that also 3 3 and no if no cg no vfx it was all live and it was not easy it was tough but it was unbelievable experience i mean while you're telling me i mean i mean it's just giving me some feelings that uh, as an audience jab log film dekhte they don't really realize what went behind it it's so intriguing and it's so uh, challenging that how you got these things together i mean it just the universe made it happen for you so so with uh, all this you are somebody who been doing a lot of tv commercials also so i mean other than the these big feature films you gone doing tv commercials which one do you enjoy more so see i'll tell you uh, luckily i've i've had a great uh, you know uh, side to myself in making tv series which not many may have experienced i've done more than approximately more than 100 ad films uh, for pakistan market in bangkok okay so that is somewhere i my creativity has really really developed because i get to interact with a lot of international you know production houses i have shot uh, ad films for chinese products vietnam production houses singapore uh, like you know uh, production houses uh, in fact uh, even for uh, israel production houses so yeah so these these are ad films where myself and say my one assistant director or my dop has traveled from india and rest of the crew of 50 people 50 60 people is all israel crew or completely thai crew obviously or completely like you know a chinese crew so i get to work with these international uh, production houses what are you currently working on so see i have just uh, finished one film uh, the title of the film is kartam bhuktam kartam bhuktam means what goes around comes around so that has shreyas talpade vijay raj all fantastic actors and madhu who was in roja so the, these kind of uh, actors are there we've just finished the film it's come like the post production is almost over now so now we we'll look forward to its release let's see my producer will decide now which uh, ott platform to go with so we are in talks with a couple of them now so but uh, since you've been a part of i mean i'm just saying these are humongous projects where you talk about kal was released a few years back to tv series to a movie again today how have you seen the industry evolve and change and what is the current format i mean how do you look at uh, movie releases today so there's lot of change lot of change you know i think a uh, lot of people don't really come out with these things but i would want to be very honest that there's a lot of change earlier there was uh, too much passion 
earlier that there was a lot of first passion, a lot of creativity and a lot of your own uh, soul into a film. Okay. It was like a career move. Every film was like you were making with a lot of, uh, you know, dream and a lot of passion that this film, I want to make it because this is what I want to say to the audience and this is how I will, uh, you know, put in my hard work. The hard work still remains the same, but entire business has changed. It's become uh, almost 100% business. It's, you know, we've lost that uh, filmmaking soul. We've lost that teamwork from the entire like you know producer director actor team where you're making a film to kind of really kind of uh, prove something there are that is happening but that portion has become very small so the whole conduct has become very very transactional uh, I would say is is uh, we want to say transactional from the that also plus i the see see it was very simple earlier you come up with a script you write a, a script you narrate a script to a potential actor or a producer they would believe in that first everybody would believe in the content there were just three people you needed to make a film a writer director actor and producer four things would make a film this is what i believed that time today it's not that thousands of good scripts are being made thousands of writers are there thousands of directors are there without work the reason is that uh, there are only these 10 actors Okay, and then not your scripts are not reaching them. Uh, there is a very new territory that has cropped up, which has made things uh, not very easy for everyone. Is the talent management? You have just ten saleable actors, and then there are talent agencies uh, who are the deciding factors whether your script should reach the actor or not reach the actor. So the filtration process has become very dif- different, very difficult. So, you know, you're not getting that one-to-one chance directly with the actor where, see, earlier why our earlier actors have been so, like, uh, successful and still surviving the game from Ajay Devgan, Akshay Kumar to all these people because they've survived for four decades, okay, but they were the actors who would, who would know the pulse of the director, whether this director knows his job, whether this, this director can direct, whether this director can uh, tell a story whether in 10 minutes or one hour or two hours but you know it was very organic the producers would really have the neck to find out talents they would hear a script and they would believe in a director take him to a actor it was very organic now it's like you know everything's you go through a layer you know you go through talent agencies you mail something that mail we don't know if anybody's going to read that mail for two months you know, whether whether the actor has gone through your, you know, pitch docket or no. You know, there's there's so much different now. So, the, but, the, but the, for a director like you who's done such great successful films, I mean, I totally understand. This is a current scenario for a new director. But, uh, where, I mean, why does this happen with you? I mean, you... So, see, I'll tell you with me particularly, I made a film called Share, okay, in uh, 2012-13. It was a big film with Sanjay Dutt, Vivek Obroy, Paresh Rawal and stuff like that. Very big film, nice film, but the film couldn't release. So I had a gap in between. So, you know, obviously you can't explain the gap to so many people, but that time Sanjay Dutt went into jail for five years. My producer, that production house got into trouble. They had some uh, financial issues with the stock market. It was called Ashtunayak. They went into jail for seven years. 
so that film did not release for a long time so then you know that gap really kind of you know puts you back by 2 3 years so people want to know what is the last thing you made so unless your last friday is a hit things keep changing and then obviously there's so much of like you know you might be busy you might be working on scripts you might i did web series with z5 called fixer so i was non stop working but with the film industry they need to keep seeing what you've done so obviously those kind of you know things kind of take you back so that was my issue and that was my gap but, but with uh, bollywood film you having a gap with bollywood films on the contrary you said you've been doing so many ad films yeah, internationally exactly. so how did that how did you develop that market or today for a young uh, director who wants more work yeah So how does it reach out to those so people? See, there, there was no particular plan to it, but what happened was that after, like you know, I knew these Thailand uh, producers who had done work with me, you know. So one for one particular ad, they they got stuck with the director. The last minute, the, the the international director who was supposed to do their job could not make it, and uh, like you know, from Pakistan and Dubai. So they preferred that you know we want a director. who has worked with you know glossy films who worked with bigger setup films so we want somebody from the film industry who has done that kind of work and so that's how i started getting my you know break into those acts so that that started as a career oh lovely but any uh, anything else you want to throw some light for other filmmakers to look beyond because while we are talking Today, uh, we all know that okay, like you said, Bollywood has these ten actors, and that competition is, uh, I think, by the day it's increasing. I mean, from hundred directors, sure, there are thousand directors. From thousand, I think there are one lakh directors out there. There are one lakh other stories out there. So, with the competitiveness in this industry today, how does a filmmaker yet survive? Because a lot of young filmmakers, I think, they are probably creative. They have great stories to say, but what all can they be doing to really keep themselves busy? So see one 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 thing that I have seen which is different since a couple of years was the newer generation are not coming also completely to become directors. For example, that earlier if you were an assistant director, you come you used to come that one day let me learn let me become an assistant and then I'll make my own film. Today that thought process has also changed. People coming from let's say Dehradun, coming from Delhi, coming from. Uh, smaller towns of you know apna uh, northeast they also come with a different mind frame that we don't want to become a director we want to become the best of the associate director we want to become the best of assistant director who are paid well so you know there is a difference in approach also so that depends on each individual but today if i, w- I would just say that to a newcomer i would first of all uh, say that when we started assisting director of Ram Gopal Verma. We did that because there were no there were no institutes, there were no teaching classes, there were no you know uh, places to go where you would go and learn filmmaking. But I would uh, really advise people that first take formal training in whatever level of uh, institute. See, even when an actor comes, you know people go to Anupam Khair's Academy, actor prepares, and you know when we go, we I went to J School of Arts. Those five years, I might have thought that what are we learning here? You know, we are we are drawing vegetables. We are what are we doing? Here? But eventually, that was our grounding, which gave us that entire confidence of becoming a commercial artist. So I think education is very important, and this that applies to filmmaking also. I think one should start with some kind of education, some kind of course, classes, whether it's online, offline, whatever, and then 
assisting on set is definitely it goes without saying i have seen so many directors today who have never attended a film set but they have become directors so you know you might be smart at talking you might be smart now with ai and so many things to help you you might you know uh, of there there are so many examples that people have done two ad films but they think they become directors and then they straight away want to become movie directors but i think that one should invest time in learning uh, well you know within those two three four years of hard work in getting your groundwork more strong and then come prepared so that when you see it's like when you get that first opportunity to direct anything that becomes your showreel so i think that showreel is going to take you where you will go in life so your showreel needs to be very good if people are going to judge you only by what you made they we are sitting here because of the movies i've made so i think you need to put in 200% in anything that you do so that is definitely what i would like to tell people i totally agree I and mean, i think uh, what is word formal education of course i think that topic is very very uh, i think near to my heart because uh, absolutely when when i started off 17 18 years back i didn't have that whole format and i was supposed to go to london for a film making course which never happened and i think that's the only reason i have been now building this at capturing one today we built a one year course which is going to be uh, giving people photography and film making because usually people had to choose yeah. but i think today at 17 not everybody knows what he wants to do so we've created a thing where somebody comes into a fund or we've created a program 12 months of rigorous training first two months our student comes into the foundation gets his foundation right then learns advanced photography film making understands every genre that's available there then picks a specialization then gets into doing understanding the business aspect because i think even the business side is very important marketing how to market yourself how to sell how to communicate get the person trained and all that then go out there do an internship then come back with the faculty do a showreel and go out with a body of work of the genre you want to really specialize in i think that's a super idea because i think you've always been very enterprising and you did this with your photography workshops also right. so i think you are definitely like you always been like an institute to you know younger people encouraging people <coughs> so i think that idea is absolutely bang on and people should definitely affiliate with you and start their careers like i think it's a great thing uh, all right thank you so with that uh, continuing so uh, with your journey uh, now currently uh, let's talk a little more about uh, if somebody has a film today uh, we were offline initially talking about how the industry is evolved yeah. so if a director today has a story what do you think are the steps how should he go about to get that <coughs> film to see the day of light so i think see the approach has to be very clear that this i'm saying because with filmmakers like us also we have started hearing or getting into discussions with producers which earlier we had never ex- like you know experienced like when basically now the idea itself okay that dictates whether that idea you are pitching for a big screen for a cinema theater film or for an ott film okay there are so many things which might not be uh, commercially viable okay so those kind of ideas have started moving towards ott because the audience is more accepting more kind of you know they watch it at, at, in their own space in in the way they want it so you know there's lot of diversification in the kind of approach in filmmaking so 
as i earlier said that we only came with a dream that we want to make films for theaters today if a director comes with a mind frame that this is how i would want to start and this is where i want to reach i think that that plan or that approach should be a little clear because uh, now we have filmmakers coming up from all over india okay even from the small towns of india and they all have a story to tell in fact with the ott platforms like netflix amazon whichever uh, like you know platform see what they are looking at is more heartland stories of india which are novel for international audience because with subtitles when like how we watch korean and uh, different cinema like like that like you know abroad in different uh, countries people watch our indian stories with subtitles so they need very grounded and very earthy stories from india which become novel for the abroad uh, nris or for different uh, like you know uh, viewers so i think there's so much to evolve and so much to kind of explore that one needs to first understand your own genre like say because we've grown up on amitabh bachchan films we've grown up on these kind of commercial films govinda films we have it in us to make or aim at the massy entertainers or commercial with the big stars but today's generation is like you know for them like as we were thinking that you know gadar might not uh, connect with the new audiences but it has connected because of the core emotions or the storytelling so that remains same but the newer generation might not be a fan of that cinema so they they are growing up on netflix they are growing up on amazon and these kind of uh, content so it is important where they see themselves as filmmakers what kind of cinema they relate to so that approach is very very different so coming back to your question is this that uh if so the so mind frame has to be that where do i want to struggle i'm saying struggle because yes it's going to be a struggle in e- any of the categories do i want to struggle for the big film do i want to struggle for the ott platform is a zone or do i want to be a individual filmmaker like a short filmmaker so there are different journeys there are too many avenues opened up now but uh, okay i have two questions on the same topic uh, since you said you've been a writer also you wrote your own script and i think that's where carl also happened to you because you had your own script there how important is it today for a filmmaker to be a writer it's not really uh, it, that's not the norm uh, that i would go by because end of the day a person who is a director or wants to be a director may not necessarily be a writer because writing is a skill by itself a, a very good writer may not become a director because again direction has its own skills and challenges so two are it's like photography and filmmaking photography and writing like that it's like two different things altogether uh but yes if you do not if you are not a writer if you are not a creative person who's putting time into writing then i'm sure as a director then how do you evolve yourself i would say that you make a circle make a habit of reading you meet people or meet writers and you then obviously will have to fish out what genre of film you would want to make and you make a you know team of yourself so that even if you don't you are not a writer but maybe your friend is or your colleague is or you might have paid somebody to write or you might have given a token to somebody to help you be on board but you need some story to tell that will that will give you a faster mileage because why would anybody hear you uh, you know just on your technical basis that yeah i am i am a director okay fine 
what have you done so then your showreel comes into place but if you have a script or a story to be pitched it will make things faster because people are going to react to the content today it's not the director's world it is not the producer's world it is the writer's content world if you if you have content i believe now is a time for content creators for sure lovely on this note uh, since you worked in the in a short format content i mean you you know how to say stories even in a 30 seconds you know how to say a story in a 2 hour film already we talking of web series also uh, as a filmmaker if somebody is twiling with an idea how does a person decide how do i want to say the story i mean uh, can you throw some light on while you were discovering your idea or while you were coming up with kal or luck or something how do you expand that a little more than a little germ of an idea and convert it into a script what goes by that process see i would go by a very uh, you know by by this basic thought that first of all you know we get ideas every day we might just get ideas every day that yeah this is exciting tomorrow you might get an idea that is exciting you might get lured by a lot of things you watch a munna bhai you might say yaar i want to make a comedy now you might watch a you know gadar and you know this is how film industry works that you know gadar ke baad 3 months everybody is going to just think ke gadar jaisa kuch karte प्लान सो one has to be sure that first of all if that idea remains with you for days and days weeks and weeks months and months and if you keep going back to that idea that no yaar this i can't leave it i'm not being able to move ahead i got these other two ideas but that one has something in it so what at least my process would be that if i am confident that yaar there is something in this idea i would start developing and what i would do is i would i would meet you i would meet him i would meet my friends i would would meet my family and i would start you know throwing that idea to people and see what response i am getting you know if if i get 10 out of 10 people getting uh, excited that yeah you must make this yeah this is really superb then you get that neck that yes people are connecting with this idea you know sometimes you think that the idea is fantastic but and you tell people and they might be ah bahut acha bahut acha but then they might be lying to you so you need to gauge but you have to go back that is that i first of all when you write a film see writing is a process that it might take 2 months or it might take 12 months you don't know how much time it will take so when you are investing that much time into writing that one script you need to be excited that every time you open up your laptop You, are you still excited to go back to that script and that that subject will tell you by itself you there's there's no study towards it but how much does validation help like while while you're saying that okay go out and share with people and yeah. you yourself said that a lot of times people are fake there jo matlab bolte na wo dost log bole ha yaar acha acha bolte na some people can't really give it to you on your yeah. face yeah. so how much would you go if i talk about you how much would you go on your own gut versus the validation from people no so i'll tell you what has happened with me is that 
supposing i might have 6 to 7 or 8 scripts which are written completely with dialogues but then i know that there might be two or three which right now i might not get that excitement or validation but the day i make a very successful full film then i will have the liberty of making those films because i still believe in those maybe commercially people are not getting what i'm trying to say but there might be some subjects which are very easy going in the sense that which are very connective so you need to focus on those and they need to be relevant see it's not always helpful that you make like luck did not work at the box office so it if it would have been a super hit it would have been better but what's the use of people telling me it was ahead of its time it needs to be with time i believe in this because squid games was with time so maybe it did really well and a platform like netflix okay platforms also matter where it's coming who's going to watch it what is the target audience so i think there's there's so much of learning every day that you have to keep doing it but one thing is there there have been subjects there i might have started writing but maybe after the first draft i lost a uh, material that you know it's not as exciting as it sound this this might be good as a short story kyunki isse zyada isme hai nahi kuch so i don't zabardasti want to stretch it to a two hour film you understand if agar mujhe wo masala ya scenes ya matlab you know material characters bharne ke liye if i'm not getting it like a you know organically then i think there's some problem in it so uh, example if today you have this 2 hour script jo main se 2 ghante ki movie bana ke theater mein release kar sakta hu versus i can put this 2 hour film even to a ott platform yes. i can sell it to an ott either as a film mm. or nowadays if you see average 3 4 ghante ki bhi uh, piece ko they make it into a 30 30 minute yeah. 8 episodic series yeah. so what is your take on uh, whether keeping it as a one flame or making it a eight episodic so see series? i'll tell you that it's a great great question because i'll tell you this is where manipulation comes in this is where there is lot of scam coming in ye <laughs> con business hai okay when i face this so what happens is that same i i might have a i have a script which is a two hour script now that script requires one of your big heroes the big hero i'm saying in the sense that that hero's charisma his fan following his aura is required for that film okay at the same time that if that film is not made with one of those uh, superstars then that film cannot be carried because the aura re- is required it's a larger than life film now that language of that script is made for single screen theaters i have had many many producers telling me that listen swam we will not get this big hero so why don't you make this into a web series and we make it with a ott star see from day one i am compromising i am compromising with the craft i am compromising with the script i am compromising with the language that jo cheez hai theater audience ke liye enjoy karne ke liye likhi gayi hai that is a larger than life cinema it's like once upon a time in mumbai i make it into a web series with actors who are not known you might not enjoy that film for a once upon a time in mumbai you require ajay devgan you are enjoying imran ashmi's dialogues but uh, just uh, sorry just putting a point of today even a every other star is also coming on ott doing a series today even a shahid is doing that series so i mean where is the wo jo single screen ka jo ek feel tha wo bada parda you were seeing those actors for the big screen today that every other actor is coming on ott also 
ंग bullshit they are, they are they know exactly what how much you know so they are in fact much more you know smarter, smarter than you 100% so the language of ott and web series is different so your writing has to address it that way okay like i'll give you an example if i'm making a horror film for the theaters i can take liberties the way are earlier old hindi films have taken where things are flying things are happening you know supernatural things are happening which have no logic because in theater that experience still works but on ott you will not you will switch it off on ott you will want a horror which is a horror but it has, it has to, to scare justify. you it but it's more psychological right. there you will not accept all this you know larger than life or uh, like tacky things happening so there is the language is different i'm saying that coming to your question if i have to convert any of my two hour script into a film i can do it and it has to be rewritten i cannot take a shortcut ke ha 2 ghanta ka likha hai ab ye producer mila hai isko 6 episode mein kaat ke udhar bana dete you are fooling the audience you are fooling yourself it will not work like that you need to rewrite you have to respect the audience's mind frame and change the language If I have written something for a Hindi filmy hero, it's not I'll I'll name. Supposing I have written a dialogue for an Ajay Devgan or a, or a Amitabh Bachchan or anybody, they are those superstars who can deliver that. People have come to see that Salman Khan. Okay, I cannot give those dialogues or that attitude to a Manoj Bajpayee. I have to change it for him. I have to see what suits him. so that language is different we need to address that language i mean i like the, i like the example what you're saying yeah. uh, because today a lot of people are probably trying to just mend it here as i have it. done it i have done it i have rewritten a subject but every time i have gone and narrated that subject i have not enjoyed narrating it because i know that i have made compromises i have twisted the it the best for, version was it, it has not greenlit simple how greenlit nahi hua If I if I have written something purely for OTT, the the what I'm getting as a greenlit is much more authentic and faster. With they understand the language, they also the people sitting there to kind of hear your narrations or read your scripts, they immediately sense that ah, ये film होगी ये film बन नहीं रही है तो इसको OTT में करके लाए. So they also understand. Amazing. I think good to get these uh, real insights. I'm sure this is going to help a lot of other. filmmakers were yet struggling to uh, you know find their direction or find their way so uh, so um, uh, what else i mean uh, this movie is there now what's next after this movie since you already yeah. shot this what is yeah. your next project that you are uh, then uh, churning in your head so i'm focusing on two things right now uh, one more thing to add to my kind of uh, whatever little bit work i've done uh, in the covid lockdown i happened to write a novel okay and that novel is going to come out in next month in the market it's called blood moon okay and it's a horror supernatural horror thriller 
so that novel kind of you know shaped up really well i got a book publisher to publish it om books is coming out with that book next month and uh, also simultaneously i wrote a web series uh, of the same so i adapted the novel into a 10 episode web series and i've spoken to one or two very very uh, good actors also who've given me a green light so right now i'm in a like you know a process where i'm pitching it to these platforms uh hopefully one of the platforms might green lit so that is what i'm looking at one web series and at the same time i've written i'm in a process of almost completing one more new script which is uh, as i told you earlier that uh, i'm focusing to come back to that that is as i said it's completely focused at the big screen i i'm clear that i want to tell that story on the big screen uh so these are the two things i'm chasing right now lovely i think uh, that chase doesn't stop no. so matlab you finish that one movie you are busy shooting yeah. to busy with post the post ho gaya to bas back to the next one yes that that's i think there is no other way to it but you and now the uh, times have changed so much that every 3 4 months you need to kind of keep on coming up with uh, newer stories because uh, there's so much content that it just might get outdated in maybe one year two years so one has to keep trying absolutely so what do you think of uh, rocky nani that just came in since you've been you've known karan johar so well yeah. he took so many years to come back as a director yeah. see i loved it and he came it. up with something which is phenomenal <laughs> see i loved it i loved it because the first trailer when i saw the first song i i still have the message that i sent karan that i just wrote 10 lines of huge 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 hit because i knew one thing that he was coming back to a cinema which he knows the best you know what i mean he this is karan johar right so you know he made many other things in between but this was karan johar written all over and he is a master of this craft so it had to work and i from the first scene to the last scene i thoroughly enjoyed the film because our films used to be like this and they need to be entertaining they used to they 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 need to be a mix of every emotion and i think it's that is why it has done so well so i really really enjoyed the film absolutely i i so agree with every word that you said i think he did justice to his brand name for sure absolutely when you are going to see a karan johar film this is what you wanted to see and that is what he gave you so okay let's do a very short rapid fire round i've been wanting to do this in all my podcast but you never done it so i think this is first time i'm going to do a very uh, random rapid fire your favorite director ram gopal varma your favorite actor there are so many one one rapid fire ajay devgan okay uh, your your favorite uh, color black okay your favorite genre horror uh your favorite uh, human being uh i'll say my dop santosh thundel okay your your favorite uh, brand north face okay your favorite hobby painting okay your favorite film uh, good fellas your favorite uh, project yet to come <laughs> yet to come oh, i like this okay yeah. i like i like i like this superb so i think it's been wonderful uh, chatting with you and talking to you and getting Same to know here. so much insights of you but uh, we'll we'll have to for sure do one other session on uh, i think two more sessions one only on carl and one uh, what you said the differences of squid game versus luck yeah yeah definitely <laughs> Absolutely, a 
when soham said to be a filmmaker you need to have a story i have had a lot of stories that i'm looking forward to making what's your story do drop a comment and let me know what was your biggest takeaway from today's episode but before we go let's give you a sneak peek into what's in store for you in the next episode so as you guys know the quest would be back again next week right all your creative and technical doubts i'm all here to clear yes after a wonderful response by you guys in the previous episode of the quest i'm charged up again to ensure you to level up so don't stop writing to me and ask me whatever questions you want please note selective questions will be featured in the next episode so uske baad in the next episode we're going to get into the wildlife space yes we have this girl joining us open to the camera at the age of 13 and today she is known as the youngest female to have won the wildlife photograph of the year award this is your host love israni signing off see you guys next week in the next episode of level up with love stay tuned for your weekly dose of learning and i'll make sure you level up with me